my channel and today we'll be talking about episode 7 of Lovecraft Country. This episode is called I Am and it's all about Hippolyta. When we last saw Hippolyta she was going with Diana to Artem, I think in episode 5, at the end of episode 5, uh, to find what really happened to George because she has a feeling that Atticus and Letty and Montrose are not telling her the truth. So she's going to find the truth herself. Um, so we see Hippolyta messing with the Ori that she found in Letty's house in episode 3. So the Ori is finally back. It's been four episodes. So now we can finally see what this thing is. And she's like, she keeps messing with it and kind of gives up after a while because nothing's working and she kind of like tosses it aside. And then when it's sideways, she realizes she has to change the axis of the planets. And when she does that, it works and it starts spinning and lighting up and everything. And then at the very top, the key comes out with some coordinates. So she takes the key and she is on her way to whatever the coordinates are. We get a flashback of her and Diana and Artem. Um, she did find the mansion in Artem, so she was able to find it pretty easily even in the daylight so she didn't have to like take the night path. So I don't know how she actually found it. If they had a hard time finding it during the day, she found it magically, maybe because the magic's gone there and there's no need to protect it anymore since it's gone. But she was able to find the mansion destroyed. Diana there and Diana was kind of, you know, obviously freaked out, like, why are we here? We're not supposed to be here. Hippolyta was just about to give up, and then she turned around and she saw the comic book that Diana made her father before they left on the trip in episode one. So she knows that George was here and that Atticus, Letty, and Montrose were lying to her. So then we go back to Chicago and Christina is showing Ruby, William, and Dell downstairs, where she always goes downstairs in episode five when Ruby's always wondering where she was going. Um, and we see that William and Dell are there, but they're dead. So William was actually a real person. So William did die from Captain Lancaster, and then Dell, I'm sure, got killed when Letty hit her over the head. When she's about to kill George, in Atticus so Del and William's bodies are in there and she confesses to Ruby that she's using their blood in the potions so Christina is using William's blood to transform into him and then obviously is giving Ruby Del's blood to transfer transform into her so they are downstairs dead and uh, we find out that William is not Christina's brother or sister like they're more brother and sister they were actually lovers so I think it's a way to keep his memory alive I guess but still kind of weird. And then Letty is going to sleep and in her sleep she has the same vision that Atticus did of Hannah when she's burning on fire but this time Letty's pregnant. So basically Hannah told her in her dream that she was pregnant uh, obviously with Atticus's child so uh, Letty is now pregnant so we'll see how that goes later on. And while Letty goes into um, Atticus's little study that he's using to try to decipher more spells, she like tells him about the weird dream that she had about Hannah and that he had the same dream and that he's, she's basically trying to tell them something through their dreams. We don't know what about yet. Atticus mentions that he's trying to go find somebody in St. Louis because he related to them like their cousin or something like that um, but they mentioned the riots in Tulsa and which actually happened can't remember the year exactly that it happened but basically it was a thriving black community that was burned down and was they killed most of the people that lived there um, and it happened in real life uh, and then this story basically they said that the Atticus's mom and her cousin were the only two people to survive the Tulsa riots so they mentioned it but obviously I don't I don't know if people actually survive, but a lot of different shows 
mentioned the Tulsa riots, Watchmen on HBO as well. They mentioned the Tulsa riots and that someone survived them too. So Letty and Atticus are trying to go find uh, Montrose to tell them the updates about what's going on. Like we need to go to St. Louis, basically like come with us, whatever. And then Sammy and Montrose were in the room together and um, I guess, I don't know if his anger has always been there, but Montrose obviously is, is he's kind of, I mean, he's a drunk, but he kind of has an anger issue. So he kind of went off on Sammy and Sammy was leaving, like he was done with it. And Letty and Atticus walked right at the same time that Sammy was leaving and they were holding hands. So uh, Atticus finds out that his father is gay and he's pretty upset about it because he like storms off and he's basically like crying and like, doing stuff downstairs like trashing stuff and basically told Letty that like he his father beat him up because he needed to become more manly and like here his father is is gay and stuff like that so I'm sure it's messing with Atticus like his father was telling him one thing but doing the other or being the other so he was just mad at his father about that um, but Ruby and Letty actually make up finally in this episode so that was Good. They had a long discussion about just like themselves and each other and um, Letty apologizes to Ruby about how she acted and didn't tell her about her mom's money that she gave her um, and Ruby like forgives her and like says that you know mom never really apologized for anything in her life so she knows that Letty is genuinely sorry about the whole situation. So then we see Atticus going to St. Louis to meet with the cousin that also survived the Tulsa riot so he just found like another family member so that's pretty cool for him. But basically they're looking at this like, she's, he's trying to get a picture of his cousin uh, just so he can see it. And she, the lady, I think his aunt or something, went to go get the picture book. And he's looking at it and then he realizes that his cousin has the same birthmark that he has when he goes to the mirror to check and it's literally the exact same birthmark. So I don't know if this birthmark is from Hannah, like maybe her magical like stamp or something, but they all have the same birthmark if it's the lineage of his family. So. They really haven't connected like why they have the exact same birthmark, but I'm sure, pretty sure it has to deal with magic. So then on the other side, we finally see Hippolyta make it to the place where she was trying to find the coordinates and it's in Mayfield. And when she goes inside, she finds basically this giant machine and it's connected to the orrery because it's, you know, the coordinates and everything. So she's trying to figure out how to work it, how to turn it on. And she actually does turn it on. So she's very surprised with herself. Um, and then she hears like police officers come in. So she's trying to hide. And of course it's like the Captain Lannister little police officers because I'm sure they all the police officers know about the magic if their captain has magic. So I guess they're all in on the magic. So they find Hippolyta in the place and they're you know attacking her and then Atticus comes out of nowhere because I don't know why he just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know how he got there that fast if he was in St. Louis. I don't know if they're like that close to each other. But he comes out of nowhere and actually like protects her. Um, and then like the device, they hit it and like that triggers it to like go unstable. And then we get flashes of these different scenes in the background where they look like portals. Um, so Atticus throws one of the police officers in the portal. So who knows where that dude went, but he, he's gone. He's not in the United States anymore and he's not on Earth anymore. He's gone. Hippolyta was like close to it. She actually got sucked in. So we see Hippolyta go through this portal and she's like, it looks like a universe. Like it's tons, tons of different colors and different shapes and different things. So she gets sucked into this portal and then she lands on this like planet. I'm not sure they, they just have like the coordinates on the bottom. They didn't say like the planet name or anything. So they're just like coordinates of where she is. And she goes into this like white room and basically the lady with some rockin' hair, she had like huge afro, 
Um, she was she's a black lady basically telling her like you're not a prisoner here but obviously she's being kept in the room and Hippolyta is trying to figure out like how to get out there. She's like talking to herself, losing her mind, like where is she at? Like how did she get here kind of thing. And the lady kept asking her like, who are you? Like who, what are you? Or like who, who are you? So she's, I don't know, realizing that she needs to figure out like who she is as Hippolyta. So then she like closes her eyes and she says, she mentions to the lady that she wants to go um, to Paris with, uh, to dance with a short, uh, as a showgirl. And so she like gets transformed into Paris, I'm not sure the year, but it was definitely a long time ago, like probably in the 20s or so. And all of a sudden she's like a showgirl on a stage dancing and all this stuff. So she got to live as a showgirl for a little bit. Um, I don't know how long she was there, but it seemed like she was there for a long time. And she was basically telling the main showgirl, I forgot her name, that like she is like a strong woman and she doesn't, she shouldn't apologize for being a strong woman and stuff like that. So then after she, I think, finds that part of herself, she gets transported into another place and she's like in the middle of a fight in an African tribe with these women, which were inspired or later inspired, they're an actual tribe in Africa that later inspired the Adore Milaje from Black Panther. So these women look like, I was like, as soon as I saw them, I'm like, that's literally the Adore Milaje from Black Panther. So this tribe actually inspired that uh, women's like strong empowerment little clan that we see in Black Panther. Um, and she's fighting with this lady and basically I think here she realizes how she becomes stronger and like there was a battle between the tribe women and then Confederate soldiers and they all died and stuff so I think she was like realizing she's a strong woman there as well. And then she gets transported to see George and it's pretty sweet like it's the first episode where they're in bed together talking so she basically tells George about how his dreams were making her dreams like smaller and all this stuff and George is like oh I understand how you're feeling so she got to say stuff to George that she never got to in real life so that was really cool for her and they were like being astronauts in these different areas and Hippolyta was just living her life and it was a beautiful episode all the visuals and all the different scenes and everything it was very very cool so I did really like this episode. So at the very end when she's in the, the universe still, she's like trying to decide if she should stay here or go back because obviously her daughter's still back there so she needs to go back to her daughter. We really don't see what happens to Hippolyta. She's just chilling in like the universe with the lady that had her there first. And then we go back on back into the room where the device was and Tick comes through the portal. I don't know when he went into the portal, but he did. And then we hear like the um, sirens and stuff so the police are coming. They, I don't know how they know that the guys died, but they're coming. Maybe they called it in somehow, don't know, but they're coming. Um, so Tick has a book that he came out with in the, um, in the portal and it's a book called Lovecraft Country, which is the name of the show. But what was weird about it was that it was written by George Freeman, which is his uncle. So did he go to a different dimension where George is still alive? Or did he go, I don't know, but he must have gone somewhere where George is still alive because obviously George Freeman, the only George we know is his uncle. So then when Tick is getting freaked out, he's trying to figure out how to turn this thing back on. 
because Hippolyta never came back, but the police are coming, so he can't be here with a dead officer, because one officer was, his body was still there and he was dead. But we get to zoom in on the comic book that's still there that Hippolyta found at the beginning of this episode with Diana's name on it. Diana was uh, connected to the crime scene because her name was written on the book that was literally underneath the dead police officer. So we'll see what happens with Diana. So my questions for this episode is what's gonna happen to Diana. Obviously they're gonna find out who Diana is, how she's connected with somehow, but she's a child, so I don't know how they're gonna do that. When will Hippolyta come back? How long is she gonna be there? Is she ever gonna come back? Hopefully she does, Diana needs her mother, especially if she just lost her father. And then where did Atticus go and what did he see when he went into the portal? And how was this Lovecraft Country book written by George? So. Hopefully we get some answers in the next episode, but this one was just really cool visually and it was really cool to see Hippolyta get, you know, main stage. So I love how this episode, how this show showcases each character in their own episode and their own journey. So it's very cool. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you in my next one. Bye.